0: SECTION 7 OF UNDERSTANDING CLIMATIC CHANGE This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Warren Cotty, Gurnee, Illinois UNDERSTANDING CLIMATIC CHANGE A Program for Action by the U.S. Committee for the Global Atmospheric Research Program section seven a national climatic research program part two research needed on climatic variation we here outline the research that we believe needs to be performed in terms of model development theoretical research and empirical and diagnostic studies while research in some of these areas is already underway as part of garp activities in anticipation of the f g g e these efforts are the necessary ingredients of the much broader climatic research program that we recommend be carried out in the years ahead theoretical studies of climatic change mechanisms we recognize the importance of theoretical studies in a problem as complex as climatic variation and the essential interaction that must take place between theory and the complementary observational and numerical modeling studies our present knowledge of the mechanisms of climatic variation is so meager however and progress in this area so difficult to anticipate that any recommendations are subject to modification as new avenues of attack open up or as old ones prove fruitless there are however certain fundamental problems to which further study must be directed the question of the degree of predictability of natural climatic change must be given further theoretical attention while the local details of weather do not appear to be predictable beyond a few weeks time the consequences of this fact for climatic variations are not clear in such studies a clear definition of the internal climatic system needs to be made and particular attention must be given to the roles of the ocean and ice this question has an obvious and important bearing on our eventual capability to predict climatic variation the related question of the possible intransitivity of climatic states needs further study again with particular attention to the oceans and ice the whole question of climatic variation may be viewed as a stability problem for a system containing elements with very different time constants and support should be given to such theoretical approaches theoretical research should be directed to the nature and stability of the various climatic feedback mechanisms identified earlier particularly those involving the sea surface temperature, cloudiness, albedo, and land surface character. Further theoretical research should be directed to the general problem of the development of statistical hydrodynamical representations of climate and to the parameterization of transient phenomena on a variety of time and space scales. Additional theoretical studies should also be made of specific climatic phenomena such as drought and the growth of arid regions ice ages and the stability of polar ice cover and the effects of global pollution from natural and artificial sources atmospheric general circulation models the global dynamical models of the atmospheric general circulation or gcm's that have been developed in recent years represent the most sophisticated mathematical tools ever available for the study of this system and are the testing grounds for many of our theoretical ideas the latest versions of these models see appendix b embody much of the physics that governs the larger scales of atmospheric behavior along with physical parameterizations of smaller scale processes in addition to the simulation of the free air temperature Pressure, wind, and humidity distributions over the globe, with a resolution of several hundred kilometers, such atmospheric models provide solutions for the various components of the heat and moisture balances, such as the fluxes of shortwave and longwave radiation, sensible heat flux, evaporation, precipitation, surface runoff, and ground temperature. The surface boundary conditions usually assumed are the distributions of sea surface temperature and sea ice and the assumption of a heat balance over land surfaces after a spin-up period of a month or so during which the temperature comes into statistical equilibrium with the sun's heating and the ocean surface temperature the average global climate simulated by such models shows a reasonable resemblance to observation Several examples of such simulations are shown in Appendix B. In order to improve the fidelity of such global atmospheric models for the simulation of the various processes of climatic change, and to ensure their increased availability for the conduct of climatic experiments, efforts should be made to improve the model's treatment of clouds, especially those of the non-precipitating high-altitude cirrus, and the low-level stratus type account should be taken of the liquid water content of clouds and the full interaction of clouds with atmospheric radiative transfer attention should also be given to the modeling of cloud evaporation and advection improve the parameterization of turbulent convective and mesoscale processes by comparing the performance of alternative schemes against appropriate observations of the fluxes of heat moisture and momentum particular attention should be given to improved parameterizations of the fluxes within the surface boundary layer to the parameterization of cumulus convection and to the treatment of energy flux by gravity waves improve the treatment of ground cover and land usage in the calculation of the surface heat and moisture balances particular attention should be given to the improvement of the prognostic schemes for snow cover as this may prove of importance in seasonal climatic variations parameterize the role of aerosols in such models so that the effects of both natural and anthropogenic particulates on the heating rate of the atmosphere may be determined Improve the numerical resolution of the solutions by the use of finer grids or the use of graded meshes in regions of special interest. And increased the computational efficiency by the development of more accurate numerical algorithms and improved solution methods. Simulate the annual cycle of atmospheric circulation with models using observed forcing functions to obtain the surface fluxes of heat, momentum, and water vapor. Such numerical integrations are necessary in order to ensure adequate model calibration and to simulate climatic statistics for the atmosphere. Determine the noise level or sensitivity of the model-simulated climate to changes in the initial conditions, including random errors, and to changes in the parameterizations of the model. Such studies are necessary in order to determine the physical significance of numerical climate change experiments made with atmospheric models. Oceanic General Circulation Models The Oceanic General Circulation Models, or GCMs, are generally at a less advanced stage of development than their atmospheric counterparts and have only recently been extended to the global ocean, see Appendix B with the surface boundary conditions of specified thermal forcing and wind stress plus the kinematic and insulated wall boundary conditions at the bottom and lateral sides of the ocean basin such models simulate with fair accuracy the large scale distributions of ocean temperature and current with a resolution of several hundred kilometers if the density structure is specified from observations a model will spin up from rest in a few months time and show a reasonable correspondence with observed drift-current patterns at the surface the simulated transport of the major western boundary currents in the models is generally less than that indicated by available observations but nevertheless quantitatively more accurate than the predictions of previous theories Areas of coastal and equatorial upwelling show the same strong relationship to the surface wind stress pattern in the model as is observed in the real ocean. The more relevant calculation with respect to climate modeling is one in which the density field as well as the velocity field is predicted from boundary conditions that determine the vertical flux of momentum, heat, and water at the ocean surface. However, this problem involves much longer timescales. The spin-up time of a pre-stratified ocean is of the order of two or three decades. But if changes in the abyssal thermal structure are to be predicted, then the turnover time of the ocean is the order of several centuries. Preliminary results, see for example Bryan and Cox, 1968, show that such models can successfully simulate the gross features of the density structure of the world ocean although more detailed calculations must be made to provide a critical test in order to improve the accuracy of ocean models and to lay the foundation for their successful coupling with atmospheric models efforts should be made to improve our knowledge of the structure behavior and role of mesoscale eddies in the ocean in the atmosphere there is a peak in kinetic energy spectrum observed at wavelengths of a few thousand kilometers whereas in the ocean the peak kinetic energy is in eddies that have a radius or quarter wavelength of the order of ten to the second kilometers thus an ocean circulation model requires about an order of magnitude greater horizontal resolution to resolve its most energetic eddies than does an atmospheric gcm further field studies such as those conducted under the mid-ocean dynamics experiment or mode the north pacific experiment (NORPACs), and those planned under the joint soviet-american polymode experiment are needed to determine the transfer of heat and momentum by such eddies such observational experiments should provide the basis for the interpretation of high-resolution numerical experiments which are necessary to resolve the details of the eddy motions and to establish their role in the oceanic general circulation intensify research on the parameterization of turbulent and mesoscale motions both in the surface mixed layer and the deeper ocean layers including thermohaline convection so that the results of field measurements may be usefully incorporated into global ocean circulation models improve the prediction of sea surface temperature and heat transport by the inclusion of the depth and structure of the surface mixed layer as a predicted variable in oceanic general circulation models. This should include experiments on the numerical forecasting of the oceanic surface layer, as driven by observed surface conditions, and the formation and behavior of pools of anomalously warm or cold water. Simulate the annual cycle of sea surface temperature and currents, with models using observed forcing functions to obtain the surface fluxes of momentum heat and water precipitation minus evaporation such numerical integrations must be carried out over several annual cycles in order to ensure adequate model calibration and to simulate climatic statistics for the ocean subject the ocean models to the same kind of diagnostic testing and sensitivity analysis as performed for atmospheric models in order to determine the roles of possible oceanic feedback processes and the levels of predictability associated with various oceanic variables apply high resolution versions of global oceanic circulation models or regional versions thereof To the study of the behavior of local intense currents, such as the eddying motion of western boundary currents and the structure of equatorial currents. Develop more accurate models of sea ice, which include the effects of salinity and the dynamic and thermodynamic factors governing the distribution of the polar ice packs. The database being assembled by the Arctic Ice Dynamics Joint Experiment. Or aid jets in the Beaufort Sea should be useful in the design of models that can predict those properties of the polar ice pack that are important in the surface heat balance, such as the ice thickness and the occurrence of open water leads. Search for new computational algorithms for predicting oceanic circulation that will provide the greatest accuracy for the least possible cost. At present, the methods used in modeling the ocean are similar to those used in the atmospheric GCMs. The presence of lateral boundaries and the need to resolve mesoscale motions may make alternative numerical methods of particular use in numerical ocean models. Coupled Global Atmosphere Ocean Models tests of climatic change extending over one or more years are not adequate unless they are made with a model of the coupled ocean atmosphere system while the uncoupled atmospheric and oceanic GCMs are useful for many purposes the thermal and mechanical coupling between the ocean and atmosphere is fundamental to climatic variation we note that a global ocean model May require only a fraction of the computational effort needed by an atmospheric GCM of the same resolution, but emphasize that care must be taken to avoid erroneous drift in the simulated climate due to systematic biases in the model or in the oceanic initial state, assuming that coupled models cgCMs will incorporate the developments and improvements recommended above. For the separate atmospheric and oceanic models, emphasis should be given to the following research with CGCMs: investigation of the simulated climatic variability on seasonal and annual time scales of all climatic variables of the coupled system, including the simulated exchange processes at the air-sea interface. Of particular importance in the coupled models. Is the simulation of the sea surface temperature, as this has a key role in the evolution of the system. This will require integration over many years of simulated time in order to generate adequate climatic statistics and to examine the model's stability. Particular attention should be given to evidence of climatic trends and intransitivity in the numerical solutions. The statistics of such simulations with CGCMs will also prove valuable in the calibration of statistical climate models. The sensitivity of the climate simulated by coupled models should be systematically examined in experiments extending at least through an annual cycle. These studies should include the climatic consequences of uncertainties in the simulation's initial state, including random errors. In the parameterization of the various physical processes, such as convection, cloudiness, boundary layer fluxes, and mesoscale oceanic eddies, and in the computational procedures. Such studies are necessary in order to establish the characteristic noise levels of the models and are of great importance in the use of the models for climate experiments. A program of climate change hypothesis testing should be undertaken with coupled models as soon as their stability and calibration are reasonably assured this should include examination of the various feedback mechanisms among components of the climatic system such as ice and snow cloudiness sea surface temperature albedo radiation and convection the coupled models should be used in a program of long-range integrations with observed initial and boundary conditions, in order to assess both their overall fidelity and their usefulness as long-range or climatic forecasting tools. Although not a research task in itself, special efforts should be made to appropriately store, analyze, and display the rather staggering amounts of data generated during the integration of CGCMs so that subsequent diagnosis can be performed efficiently. Statistical Dynamical Climate Models Although the coupled numerical models of the global circulation offer the most comprehensive and detailed solutions available, even with the fastest computers envisaged, relatively few century-long climatic simulations will be possible and it is likely that none will be performed for periods as long as a millennium such models will therefore find their greatest use in climatic research in the exploration of the character of relatively short period say annual to decadal climatic variations and in the calibration of other less detailed models we therefore emphasize that statistical dynamical climate models defined as those in which the structure and motion of the individual large-scale transient disturbances are not resolved in detail, will have to be used to simulate the longer-period climatic variations. While such models provide less resolution of the details of climatic change, they may display less climatic noise than do the global circulation models in order to ensure the availability of the hierarchy of models needed in a comprehensive research program on climatic change the following research should be carried out statistical dynamical models of the coupled time dependent atmospheric and oceanic circulation should be constructed and calibrated that embody suitable time and space averaged representations of the climatic elements In their extreme form, such models address the study state globally averaged quantities, while others, for example, consider time-dependent, zonally averaged variables. Further efforts should be made to represent the climatically important land-sea distribution in such models and to calibrate them systematically against observations as well as against other climatic models simulation of climatic variation over extended time periods should be made by the integration of suitably calibrated time-dependent statistical dynamical models depending on the time range appropriate components of the climatic systems atmosphere hydrosphere cryosphere lithosphere and biosphere should be introduced along with appropriate variations of the external boundary conditions See figures 3.1 and 3.2. Coupled, time-dependent models, in which the global circulation is represented by low-order spatial resolution, should also be further developed, such as those using a limited number of orthogonal components or spectral modes. Coupled models should be constructed and calibrated that embody new forms of time-averaged representations of the climatic system, we recognize that the parameterization of the effects of the transient eddies poses a difficult problem in statistical hydrodynamics and urge that full use be made of both model-generated and observed statistics as well as of theory to develop a variety of such models for different types and ranges of time averaging. In each type of statistical dynamical model, particular attention should be given to the inclusion of the ocean and ice in such models attention should also be given to the possibility of treating the atmosphere statistically while simulating the ocean in detail and perhaps of treating both the atmosphere and ocean statistically while simulating the growth of ice sheets in detail it is particularly important that such models be calibrated with respect to both the mean and variance of the climatic elements and that their stability and sensitivity be systematically determined empirical and diagnostic studies of climatic variation although we have recommended some diagnostic and empirical studies in connection with the analysis of instrumental and proxy climatic data such studies should also be made on a phenomenological basis as part of the climatic analysis and research program as the record of past climates is made more complete there will be increased opportunity to carry out such investigations with both instrumental and proxy data in particular studies should be made of the temporal and spatial correlations among various data including regional and global estimates of the trends of key climatic elements, such as temperature and precipitation. Further empirical studies should be made of the surface oceanic variables of temperature, salinity, sea level, and sea ice, and of the planetary heat balance, albedo, and cloudiness from satellite-based observations. The studies of Berkness, 1969, kukla and kukla nineteen seventy four 1972 a and wortke nineteen seventy three are examples of the sort of empirical synthesis that can be achieved and should be systematically extended to other regions of the world and to other climatic variables in these efforts particular attention should be given to the various possible climatic feedback processes and to the forcing functions of the general circulation. Here, the diagnostic use of climatic models should prove valuable. Further studies should be made of the statistical characteristics of climatic data, both observed and simulated. Power spectrum analyses should be made for as many variables and locations as possible, and with the longest records available, as the spectrum's redness has an important bearing on questions of climatic cycles and climate prediction. Needed Applications of Climatic Studies Although closely related to the climatic data analysis and climatic research recommended above, the needed applications of climatic studies, and of climate models in particular, are so important that they warrant identification as a separate component of the program it is in these applications that the program reaches its fruition and if attention to them is delayed until our understanding is complete or our models perfect they may never be undertaken with due regard for scientific caution we believe that the time has come for a vigorous attack on the areas of climate model application described below simulation of the earth's climatic history the evidence presented in appendix a and summarized in chapter four shows that the climatic history of the earth has been remarkably variable and that this history provides information that is of value in the study of present and possible future climates the data assembled by paleoclimatologists Show conclusively that the flora, fauna, and surface characteristics of many regions of the world have often been markedly different in past times than they are today. Compared with this long period panorama, instrumental observations provide a frustratingly short record. It is at this juncture that the intersection of paleoclimatic and numerical modeling studies offers the most promise the global climatic models have the potential ability to simulate at least a near equilibrium approximation to past climates subject to the appropriate geological boundary conditions while the paleoclimatic records can be used as verification data initial efforts in this direction have already begun see chapter five and we may expect increasing insight into the nature of past climates as both the models and proxy database improve in order to explore the nature of past climates systematically and to lay the foundation for the study of possible future climates the following studies should be made the geophysical boundary conditions at a number of selected times in the history of the earth should be systematically assembled with a view toward their use in climate models This should include global data on the continental landmass positions and elevations, sea-level ice sheet elevations and margins, sea ice extent, soil type and vegetative cover, and surface albedo. Estimates should also be made of the Earth's rotation rate and of the solar insulation due to orbital parameter changes the selection of the time period might be based on criteria such as the occurrence of an ice age the distribution of the continents and mountains the opening or closing of a major oceanic passage or the large-scale flooding or draining of lowlands periods of particular climatic stress such as indicated by the disappearance of species might also be considered The various proxy records of temperature, salinity, and precipitation should also be systematically assembled for the same selected times to serve as verification data for the coupled climate models simulations and as possible input or boundary conditions for uncoupled models. Dynamical global models should be used to simulate the quasi-equilibrium paleoclimate at selected times in the past when the boundary conditions external to the ocean atmosphere system can be reasonably well specified such experiments should be focused on times when the global climate might be expected to be in a particularly interesting state as judged from the available geological and proxy evidence or when the climate might be expected to be in the process of changing most rapidly from one characteristic regime to another. The simulations should extend long enough to accumulate realistic climatic statistics and should use the assembled paleoclimatic data for verification. By using part of the paleoclimatic evidence, namely the sea surface temperature, as a boundary condition, atmospheric GCMs may also be used for this purpose coupled statistical dynamical models or other coupled climate models should be used to simulate the time-dependent climatic evolution between the various equilibrium states identified above for this application the dynamics of ice sheets should be incorporated into the coupled ocean-atmosphere models and note taken of the possible time dependence of the remaining boundary conditions such as solar radiation and continental drift in particular the astronomical changes of seasonal radiation resulting from the variation of the earth's orbital parameters should be incorporated in a climate model and the resulting simulated climatic changes compared with the paleoclimatic evidence This recommendation parallels one made earlier in connection with the development of the statistical dynamical models themselves. Studies should be made of possible methods to accelerate the simulation of quasi equilibrium climatic states in the global circulation models so that realistic statistics can be obtained without integration over long time periods. Exploration of possible future climates one of the most important applications of climate models is the systematic conduct and evaluation of climatic experiments designed to explore the effects of either natural or anthropogenic changes in the system it is from such model-based experiments calibrated with respect to observed behavior that we must draw our conclusions as to how the climatic system operates and on which we should base our projections of likely future climates the program in this area should include the determination of the global climatic effects of the following with both coupled global circulation models and parameterized models the changes of incoming solar radiation these experiments should be performed with coupled models in view of the dominance of the oceans in the planetary heat storage and should include changes in both the amount and spectral distribution of solar radiation the changes of land surface character and albedo as introduced by deforestation urbanization irrigation and changes of agricultural practices the changes of cloudiness these experiments should consider the effects of the introduction or removal of both condensation and freezing nuclei And the production of artificial clouds by aircraft the changes of evaporation as introduced by reservoirs irrigation and transpiration the disposal of waste heat these experiments should be made with coupled models and should include a broad range of rates and locations of heat release in both atmosphere and ocean the introduction of dust and particulates into the troposphere the stratosphere or both these experiments should consider the effects of scattering absorption fallout and scavenging by precipitation and should be designed to simulate the effects of both man-made pollution and volcanic dust the partial or complete removal of the arctic sea ice or the antarctic ice sheet these experiments should be performed with a coupled model that includes the mass and heat budget of pack ice the diversion of ocean currents these experiments should be performed with coupled models in climatic simulations of this kind the physical basis of each experiment should be carefully examined in order to ensure the adequacy of the particular model or models to be employed the experiments suggested above are those that we believe should be performed as part of the climatic research program as they involve processes or areas of likely maximum climatic sensitivity or changes to which the climate's response is relatively uncertain and or they represent conceivable or in some cases likely future alterations by nature or by man it is important in such climatic experiments that the synoptic and statistical significance of the results be carefully examined this should include the repetition of the experiment under slightly different but admissible conditions to determine its stability and noise level and the analysis of independent simulations with other models only in this way can we hope to accumulate the necessary experimental knowledge on which to base our expectations of future climatic states this together with the knowledge gained from the observational and research portions of the program outlined above will lay the scientific foundation for what might be called climatic engineering development of long-range or climatic forecasting a third important area of application of climatic studies is the problem of long-range or climatic forecasting on timescales of months seasons and years there have been numerous studies of this question almost since the beginning of recorded observations this research has not solved the problem but has at least identified some of its ingredients we believe that further efforts should be made to systematically acquire the data and perform the research necessary to attack this problem anew especially with the aid of climatic models clearly the demand for climatic or long-range forecasts greatly exceeds present capability an accurate prediction of the temperature or rainfall anomaly over say the central plains of north america or over the ukraine a decade a year or even a season in advance would be of great value and even a somewhat less accurate but reliable prediction of the likelihood of such anomalies Would be of great use to those involved in agriculture, energy supply allocation, and commerce. At present, the skill of the experimental long range outlooks prepared by the National Weather Service for the 30 day temperature anomaly at some 100 U.S. cities is only 11% greater than chance, and only 2% greater than chance for the 30 day precipitation anomaly. These forecasts are principally prepared by a mixture of empirical and statistical methods and have also been applied to the seasonal prediction of temperature. Namias 1968. The ability of numerical models to perform useful long-range or climatic forecasting, i.e. forecasts over monthly, seasonal, or annual periods, has not been systematically examined because of the large amounts of computation involved and the unavailability of suitable models such efforts must also contend with the crucial questions of climatic predictability noted in chapter three and the long-range stability of the models themselves we believe that further attention should be given to these problems using the expanded database the coupled dynamical models and the new computer resources called for in the climatic program we therefore recommend that the coupled global circulation models should be systematically applied to the preparation of a series of long-range forecasts using observed initial conditions wherever possible these integrations should extend over at least several seasons well beyond the limit of local predictability Appropriate climatic statistics should be drawn from these integrations and systematically compared with the observed variations of all the climatic elements available and statistically analyzed for possibly significant trends of regional climatic anomalies. These statistical dynamical models and other appropriate members of the parameterized climate model hierarchy should be used in the preparation of similar long-range forecasts systematic empirical and diagnostic studies of longer period variations in the climatic system should be undertaken with the aid of models and the expanding database of monitored variables assessment of climate's impact on man while the above efforts are concerned with the physical aspects of the problem of climatic variation a climatic research program should also include studies of the impact of climate and climatic change on man himself this is best done with the guidance and insight provided by climate models while many studies have been made in this important area such as those of the department of transportation's climatic impact assessment program or ciap more comprehensive research should be undertaken on a long-term basis these studies may be characterized as seeking answers to such questions as what is a one degree change of mean winter temperature worth after all or even climatic variation so what the study of the impacts of climatic variations on man is also a way of establishing priorities for research climate and food water and energy That climate has a dominant influence on agricultural food production, water supply, and the generation and use of energy is generally recognized. The kinds and amounts of crops that may be grown in various regions, the water available for domestic agricultural and industrial use, and the consumption of electrical energy and fossil fuels all depend in large measure on the distribution of temperature, rainfall, and sunshine during the global warming of the first part of this century for example the average length of the growing season in england as measured by the duration of temperatures above forty two degrees fahrenheit increased by two to three weeks and during the most recent cooling trend since the nineteen forties has undergone a comparable shortening davis nineteen seventy two although maunder nineteen seventy johnson and smith nineteen sixty five and others have surveyed the vast literature on the effects of climatic change on man further quantification of these effects is needed particularly as a function of the time and space scales of atmospheric variability accordingly we recommend that research be devoted to the following the systematic assembly from both national and international sources of data on worldwide food production and the analysis of their response and sensitivity to variations of climate on monthly and seasonal time scales such analyses should then be used to model or simulate the total agricultural response to hypothetical climatic variations we note in some cases it may be the variance or extremes of climate rather than the averages themselves that will prove to be the more important factor. An applied system study of this problem has been recently initiated by R.A. Bryson and colleagues at the University of Wisconsin with the aim of developing predictive relationships between climate and food supply, which will be useful for policy decisions. The systematic assembly of worldwide data on available water supply Both from rainfall and snowpack, and its patterns of use and loss. Analysis should then be undertaken of the water supply system's response and sensitivity to variations of climate, and simulation models constructed. The systematic assembly of worldwide data on the production and use of energy, and the determination of its response and sensitivity to climatic variations, as in the cases of food and water simulation models should be constructed so that the consequences of various patterns of hypothetical climatic change can be estimated social and economic impacts although it is difficult to obtain useful measures of the social and economic impacts of climatic change increased attention should be given to this aspect of the problem this is a problem in which the noise level of non-climatic factors is very high and for which the physical scientist's knowledge must be supplemented by the skills and methods of social and political scientists the goal of this research should be the development of an overall model of societal response to climatic change this is an area in which international cooperation should be sought and efforts such as those now being proposed by the international federation of institutes of advanced study should be supported and expanded end of section seven recording by warren Cotty, gurney illinois